Oh, this is a this is a tips I'm gonna give everyone.、Mm-hmm. For some reason, Apple wakes me up. Just Apple. Yeah, Apple for me like、yeah. right before set、mm-hmm. wakes me up. Don't know why. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We're live. This is the Hyperspace Podcast in the studio today. We have Shonda. Why don't you? Say hi to everyone. Hi everyone! Yeah, hi Thanks everyone. for having me today. <laughs>、uh, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us a bit about yourself. Sure.、Uh, it's such a nice day, right? Today. It is a nice day today. Very good sunlight. Sunny, sunny day. Yes, it's a, it's a <laughs> sign of a good day. Um, myself. Um, okay.、Uh, my name is Shanda. You can call me Shanda. I'm a DJ,、um, local DJ in Hong Kong.、Um, started DJing three years ago. Basically, a COVID. Um, Covid period. Covid born <laughs> DJ, and、um, right now、um, I, I used to have a full time job, but now I'm kind of like slowly moving、mm. into just music only kind of journey. Pretty excited. I I play a lot during weekend nows, and、mm. um, I'm also having this event brand called Biz. We、mm. organize like monthly events, so I think my sound. My my kind of sound is more like techno and house.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes drum and bass, but mainly techno and house. And my I think my soul is mainly on techno. Your soul is on techno. Yeah, <laughs> you have a preferred preferred genre. Yes, I do.、Um, is is there a reason why you went with your name, like Shonda, instead of like a DJ name? Because usually, like DJs have a different name, or artists usually have a different stage name. Yes, this、yeah. is a very good question. Because <laughs> I I really spent a lot of time、yeah. to find a DJ name.、Mm-hmm. I first started not Shonda. I was Sienda, Sienda. How、so、do you, was, how do you spell that? It's like S E N E A N D A, some some kind like that. Okay, okay. Sienda, yeah. yeah. So with the, like a little little possibly at some point, it's just <laughs> me trying to make my name not like Sienda, but sounds like Sienda. Okay, yeah. But then I feel like I actually published some mix with Sienda、mm-hmm. at first, but I realized I don't really, I can't really relate myself to that name. Okay. And it's a bit Spanish for some reason. Okay, it's, it's a bit, <laughs> yeah, just a bit Spanish. And I, yeah, and I kind of try to find so many different options, like、mm. Isha, you know, Shenderfly, like things like that. But then, you know, I imagine someone calling me that,、yeah. I wouldn't really turn my head, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so at the end, it's like, okay, I'll just stay with my real name, like a lot、mm-hmm. of、uh, big big DJs there use their full name, right? Even、yeah. with the last name,、mm-hmm. so I'll just go with that. And it's It's quite unique in a way.、Mm. I look up Shanda. There's not much Shanda. So yeah, I, I think you are the only Shanda that I know. Yeah, but, yeah. I、uh, also want to meet the next Shanda. Like, <laughs> you haven't met、seriously? another? No, not yet. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I think this name is probably not the very popular one. It's still still on a name book or something. I think I can see you as a Isha. That you mentioned, Isha, that,、right? yeah. I think、Could、I can see you as an Isha, yeah. Isha, yeah. But there's a lot, of, there's a lot of Aisha already. I ah,、uh, yeah, that's true. That that is a that is a name. Isha, hmm, mm. maybe, maybe, maybe.、Yeah. But I like my name now, so I will stick to that. Stick, stick to Shonda for now. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, why, why don't you tell us a bit about your music journey? So you said you started、um, during COVID. How how did you start? Like, did you just You know, like, did you have a friend that introduced you to DJing, or did you kind of、uh, just went to like tried it yourself, or whatnot?、Uh, like、a DJ journey. Yeah.、Um, I think it can back day to when I was doing doing flute、mm. a long time ago, like classical music.、Mm. So kind of like I'm kind of in this music journey since I was six year old. Yeah. 
but、um, it slowly someone introduced me to a music festival that time when、okay. I was like early、yeah. uni, and I didn't、mm-hmm. know what it is. And then I start going to like Ultra, you know,、mm-hmm. I think EDC that、mm-hmm. time, and there's Creamfuse. Yeah. And then yeah, then I went to Australia, and then I got into I went into a techno club.、Mm. So yeah, so it's like from classical to、uh, knowing I like EDM music, then、mm. I actually like more like bassy, heavy beat kind of like house stuff. And、mm. then slowly, I discovered techno in in Australia. Yeah, and then there's okay when I came back to Hong Kong, I I party a lot during、like, weekends. Yeah, and then at some point I saw. Oh, I saw a DJ. He's still pretty active in the scene. He was、uh, playing house music in a pretty nice club that time.、Mm. I never really seen a local Hong Kong dude that played a very nice house. Yeah, and then at that time he was like, "Oh, I'm actually gonna open my、uh, DJ school very soon. Do you want to be、mm. my first student?"、Mm. So that that got me into learning DJ. I always have that in mind. You know,、mm. I always like. Go to the front and look at the DJ's deck and don't know what they're doing, but I'm、yeah. staring. And that, yeah, but that opportunity got me like, oh, kind of gave me like an opportunity to just just try it though.、Mm. It, it always looks so cool though, doesn't it? Like like、yeah. the first time you see a DJ, you're like, what what are all these lights? What are all these buttons? What are you doing? Yes, you know? but you you kind of never could you could never figure out when you're just an audience. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe yeah. I didn't it, it really know. It just looks know. cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even know it's like mixing two songs, like one deck yeah, in one song.、Yeah. I thought it's like maybe you're turning. Some frequency up. I don't know <laughs> what was going on.、Uh, I had a friend before when,、uh, like, when when she was asking me, like, can you can you show me what you do when you DJ, right?、Yeah. So I showed her what what I did, and she actually thought that、um, DJs produce music, like when they perform,、mm. not not play songs. They produce on the fly, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. We we don't do that. That would be crazy, you know. Like, what do、yeah. you mean? We can't just produce、yes. music on the fly. She's like, you don't do that. Then it's cheating. I'm like, but. What do you mean?、Yeah. Like、it's not. It's not cheating. That's just DJing. You're、yeah. just playing songs. You know. Yeah, they thought probably yeah. thought like those kind of sound is very easy to be made. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Uh, on the go. You press a button and that's it. That's the song. You know, like yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like people was ask me like, oh, you're producing now, so what do you mean? Yeah. I thought you're playing your own music. DJ is not like, how DJ, it works. That's、right? not how it works. Yeah, yeah. you have the back day when there's like、um, Detroit, you know, how yeah, it started, yeah. right? It's, it's, it's a bit weird.、Uh, what I'm curious about, though, is that like you mentioned, you were you played classical music when you were like six. Yeah. How did you find your way into like electronic? Because it's like it's two different genres. It's a bit weird, like、yeah. going from classical all the way to like techno. It's like the polar opposite.、Yes. I feel like of、uh, of music. Like, how did you like find your interest into like EDM and electronic techno type music? Yeah, it's very different. Like yeah, flutes, yeah. Like, I was in orchestra,、yeah. you know, classical it, it, music.、Yeah. Not a lot of drums.、Right? Yeah, it's 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 a bit weird. It's, it's a bit different, but I think、yeah. it's the experience. Like、mm. long time ago, the friend from uni is like, "Oh, you need to try this kind of like music festival. You will like it."、Mm. And then I think it's more of the experience. The experience that got me, you know, the chance to really be in the festival and then.、Right. Hear the songs, and I realize okay, maybe I like some DJ. So there are not only singers, but also producer、mm. that would be on the stage playing their songs.、Mm. And、um, yeah, I guess it's the 
the experience that brought me into the music, mm. and then and I found like I have a really strong interest in those like steady beats mm. and you know fat bass line mm. kind of stuff. That time I didn't know how to describe it as well. Yeah, but yeah, but I just know like oh I like, I like yeah I like this, but I don't know what this, this is. This DJ. Yeah. yeah. Actually, my the first DJ I like was uh, Malang and Chami. You know them is pretty they're, big now. They they are very very big. Yes. Yeah, they used to yeah. be not so big. Yeah, they're not the main lineup yeah. at that time. Back in 2017, 18. I, I feel like Tachami made it a little bit before Mala. Mm. Yeah, Mala's the one with the yeah, the, yeah. the, 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 the mask, right? Is he still yeah. popular? I I think yes. Yeah, okay. I think he's still headlining like for for a few shows. But like, I'm more curious who he is because it's like he's French, like probably. I know, but like, <laughs> but the thing is, like, we we don't see anything, you know. It's just like yeah. his eyes and shit, and it's like, you know. Sometimes I feel like it's not the same guy, you know. Could be a different it's like person. Different. Yeah, it's like when when it's like what, on shift or something. It's like when Marshmallow <laughs> was like taking off his helmet, and it's like it's oh. just like Tiesto or whatever. And it's like what the fuck? Oh, he actually did. No, 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 no. Okay. So um, it, it's like yeah. a still a mystery. No, we we know who he is. Okay. Um, but like. He would kind of pull that prank like in festivals where he'll ask another DJ to go up, dress as him, oh, and yeah. then the DJ would take off his helmet I and see. be like, "What? What the hell?" So good. <laughs> it's a bit weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, but then to techno is another journey, right? From yeah. EDM mm. to to Chami Sue House. Right? To Chami Sue House. Yeah. But it's pretty. It's not like the very cheesy house. It's quite basic. Yeah. To techno, I guess I when I go to a like ultra or like. EDC, I always like slowly lean to that different stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my friends are in the main stage. I'm yeah. like, oh, I want to check out that stage. Yeah, yeah. That stage is usually more alternative, right? Mm. It's like techno or like more like raw tech house, that kind of thing. It has like a, it's like the underground type stages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Less people. Yeah, smaller sure. stage. There's a name for it. I forgot the name yeah. for that stage. Um, yeah, from that I figure I kind of don't have the. Like a normal people will go for that kind of taste. I kind of like going to that that path instead. Mm. And I think it, what really brought me closer to techno is the in Australia, mm. Melbourne. Mm. You study there as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I was on an exchange, mm. and um, yeah, my friends like brought me to this. I think the first club I went was yeah Revolver mm. with Reeves. I think everyone knows mm. it. It's still still operating. I'm not sure they still do techno though. I, I think they're still active. They're, they're a pretty big one. Yeah, in, still in active. Melbourne. Yeah. Um. Uh, not sure about the techno <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not sure. Yeah. I just remember the cage they have. Yeah, yeah, they have a cage yeah. for the DJ booth. Right? Mm. I think I, th- I thought that was really cool. I think it's the couch. It's kind of the vibe that mm. it brought me. It's like very unique. Mm-mm. And I didn't know what techno was that time. I just found it pretty fun and mm. it feels pretty raw and you know Mm-mm. not very fancy you know yeah, very yeah. real mm. and i kind of like that vibe as well mm. the people there are very nice i think yeah the, i think the vibe you know brought you interest in the music and then mm. you kind of like understand the music actually mm. and then you and i start you know going to more clubs there uh that's that music like reeves and new gronicas And um, yeah, and then back to Hong Kong. Mm. I went, I went a lot to Oma at that time. I think I was at, always at Oma that time, <laughs> long time ago, like back in two thousand, two thousand eighteen. That kind of time, pre COVID. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, then I was like, okay, I I, I like techno. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a pretty long journey. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. you had like a whole uh, few years to like. 
discover your, yeah, your, your sound. And I like steady sound. I like mm. the four four, you know, four composition. Four. Yeah. yeah. And it's easy to just be in the zone for mm. me. Just you know, you can put any imagination to the song, and you mm. can just you know enter a journey. That that kind of thing, I think, is really powerful. Mm. Yeah. Is there a reason why you prefer um, four to the floor um, mm. beats? I guess you just like some kind of beats over, like more right. the other kind of beats. Like, like drum bass is also very nice, but mm. it's it's like very different kind of like the drums very, yeah. arrangement. So maybe because it's more like stable. I think it's very hard to answer. I'm just, I just like you, it. You just like it. <laughs> <laughs> I I recently quite like breaky stuff as well, mm. break beats, and mm. um, it's not as yeah. It's not as like four to four. I mean, you just have like your own preference. I, yeah, I think yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is good to dance too, I guess, because I, I dance. I used to be used yeah. to dance a lot. Mm. So as a dancer, you always dance. Yeah. Or like four I, to four. I, I will say four to the floor is definitely easier for most people to like groove to, especially in a club as well. Yeah. Halftime is a bit weird to dance to. Mm. So um, let's talk a bit about um, yeah, your your sure. start. Yeah. So what what was it like when you first um, started? Like kind of dabbling to DJ. Like, was it easy going into DJing with like your skills back then? Like when you first started, because you know you classical. Yes. You know you played an instrument. Going from instrument to like pushing buttons on like a CDJ or something. Mm. Like, was it easy to pick up when you were first starting? I think it, you kind of like uh, brought me back to my first class of like, mm. learning how to DJ. At first, it's, it doesn't look doesn't look the same like the, the how it works doesn't really resonate with classical music is yeah because you have the tracks already there you yeah. need to mix them together and then yeah you can transition that kind of stuff and yeah the button's kind of scary at first <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not very like i i, <laughs> I work in it before but i yeah. don't actually you don't do engineering stuff and it was quite scary but um, but because with the classical music, kind of like the background, it's easy to understand the phrasing and the, and the beat matching for right, those yeah, yeah. songs. So it's actually helped a lot. I think I pick up quite quickly. But I think the hard part would be um, knowing where to mix in, mix out. Mm-hmm. Like when two songs yeah come together, you want to go song A to song B, and then when you just start off, you always find the last phrase to. Start having the uh, song B to play and mix together, mm. but when you DJ more, you found that it's not always just one way and one one point that you should mix. I think that took me some time to understand how to be really flexible on that and how to do it on the fly as mm. well. Like you know that is people are shouting, you know, so hyped at that moment. How can you keep the hype? So I think those it takes some time to learn, and it's nothing related to classical music. I feel like there's probably a few things that translate in a way. Like I feel like playing an instrument, obviously you know how to read song structure a little yeah. bit better than someone that's picking up DJing without any prior, like, I guess, music, yeah, like yeah. knowledge or whatever. So it's easier for that way. Maybe like key mixing as yeah, well. Key mixing, yeah. you know what is not right, what is wrong. Yeah, from. like, because it's just like, it's drilled into you, you know, yeah. you, you just, you can hear it. Yes. So when you... It's not harmonic, yeah. Yeah, if you don't mix it right, it you kind of just... No, like, you know, yes, like, yes, you, yes. you just don't don't feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think the the uh, I think know how to DJ is not hard at all. Like I think everyone can DJ, mm. but um, whether everyone can bring you into in during this DJ set, they can bring you into a journey. That mm. that's a different story. Yeah. So I always recommend everyone. You can like 
everyone can be a DJ. Yeah, you know? yeah. This is not something, you know, very hard to do. Yeah. But the persistency to, you know, keep DJing, to keep finding mm. songs, to really build a story in your set, I think it's some dedication. And this, yeah, this would require time and also a lot of passion into it. I do agree. Like the technical side of DJing is not too hard to pick up, I think, mm. for a lot of people. But obviously, yeah, like you said, creating like a vibe or like crowd reading, that's like a completely different like, yeah. you know, arsenal where you do need like you need to have those to be a good DJ. Yes. Um, but learning the technical side of like, oh, beat matching, what do EQs do and stuff like that. It's like after a while you, you will get you will, it. Yeah. yeah. After like maybe like two, three weeks or something. It's yes. like, yeah, you, you get it. But then that doesn't mean you can like do a good set. You yes, know, like yeah. yet, you know, like you just yeah. need more experience in, in that front, I think. Yeah. yeah, I always think DJing is a lot about choosing the right song, of course, mm. and building the journey and yeah, reading the crowd. Easy or difficult, I would say it's easy to pick up, but mm. it's difficult to get really good at it. But I think if everyone's have the passion in certain type of music, they would always succeed. I think it's about yeah. dedication and mm. keep doing it. Yeah, the talent, of course, it requires, mm. but I think consistency and patience, keep doing it is quite important. Yeah, I mean, talent gets you halfway there, and then after that, it's like, you, you need to put in work, Un unfortunately, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, that, that's just how it is, I think. Yes, yeah. yes, but it's really fun, I really enjoy it. And it's like, you're kind of like a, it's like an arts, you're like an art exhibitor, you know, mm. you collect other arts, you ex mm. exhibit them in the right way, mm. instead of like putting in the right order to make all the songs that producer spend, you know, many days to produce can really show it the best part mm. at their set. I think that is also a power that DJ can have to help those producers to really shine. For sure. So yeah. it's pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah. How, how was it like when you, uh, when you first tried to break into the, nightlife scene the dj scene here in hong kong because mm. you did mention that you started it during COVID. you were already here during that time yeah i i figured you might have some some fun stories to to tell how was it like when you started going out socializing <laughs> getting your first gig and and stuff yeah. like that i think when i first uh i think i had a few less few lesson dj lesson and mm. then i start recording my first mix yeah that time i was very big into melodic techno and house so I was like, oh, I need to spread this uh, love for melodic tag on the house and create a mix. And then I put it on SoundCloud. Yeah. Use my name, Sienta, and then, you know, put it on Instagram. At that time, I was wearing it. No one will listen to my mix, mm. my first mix. So I never really pictured myself playing at a club or things like that. Just I just want people to hear my mix. And slowly... Um, I got some friends that uh, was kind of also starting DJing. And my first gig, uh, my first gig, oh, was actually pretty last minute. It's, it was my friend's, um, I think you know him as well, Taste of Blue. Shout out, Taste of Blue. <laughs> <laughs> bro, my bro, my good bro. Um, so he, he was having a little party at his place. And, yeah. you know, he had some new DJs that got to play on the lineup and then... I was talking to him the day before we met for like just a few weeks and we we're talking. I was like, oh, I'm actually trying to put a mix. And so it was like, okay, we actually have an opening slot. We haven't had people fill that up. Like, why don't you try it tomorrow? <laughs> so that, so that, I, that is very last minute. Yeah, very last minute. <laughs> so I went there. Like, I was 
start like 10 p.m. You know, mm. before everyone's actually play. So there was sort of like 20-ish people. It was quite amazing. Good highlight of that year. And yeah, this is how I had my first kind of unofficial gig. I think it's pretty yeah. official. You played, didn't you? What the hell? It's <laughs> an opening set, you know. That's official. No one knows who was playing. <laughs> yeah, people are just getting to the party. Mm. But it was... I think from there, and then I, you know, whenever people said what they want to DJ, I think I picked second gig I had was pretty funny and weird mm. one. It was like a Chinese New Year time, mm-hmm. and there's like some tattoo artist that booked out the place. Oh mm-hmm. no, they're using the tattoo studio for a little small party, and they was like, I need some DJs, and we need a setup, and then yeah, me and a few friends took the opportunity and we. We play there, and it was my first paid gig. Oh hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, and that's not bad. Your second gig was like already paid. It yeah, took me like two years before I got paid. But because I, I brought paid. the equipment as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think they paid for the equipment more yeah. than me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was it was interesting. It was a really mm. small party, mm. and then the, my first lineup was maybe after that maybe like three months later because COVID time there was not really yeah. much going on. My first gig was, yeah, I think May 2020 or 21, I can't remember, at the Aftermath bar. Mm. And this was the first time I have a lineup, like see my name on the lineup. Sorry, was that the, uh, was Pete the organizer? I think you were there. Yeah, I met you there for the first time, I think. Yeah, you played after me. It was my first time on the lineup. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. No, it takes me back. Yeah. (laughs) That was a while ago. Damn. I I was nobody, right, you know. Still nobody. <laughs> ah, I think you're doing all right. <laughs> Give yourself some credit. Okay. Give yourself okay. some credit. Yeah, yeah. Getting better. Yeah. Uh, was it what was it was it hard though? Like did you have to let's say socialize a lot? Did you have to get to know a lot of people or and anything like that? Were there any difficulties like, you know Socialize. Getting your first gig, getting your second gig and because you know, like to to get the ball rolling, like was yeah. it was it hard to do that? I didn't really try to get as many gigs as I could. Mm. It's it came quite naturally. Okay. It was just every set I try to play a good set, and then people will start. I think people start you know, noticing me, you know, reach out to me. Mm. So I guess I just try to do my own thing. You know, make sure everyone invites me. I play a decent set, then opportunity will comes. Of course, socializing is very important. I I like making friends. I'm pretty outgoing in mm. general. <laughs> so so I guess spawning with people also help me to keep relationships around. Mm. The different collectives and stuff, mm. and social media also help a lot. Like, For sure, yeah, yeah. Instagram, you know, really need to let people know that you're what you're doing, so they can record you and they think of a lineup. I mean, that that that's good though. I, I think I think you did it well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, from from then all the way till now, like you know, it's I feel like you've come like a long way. I think it's a lot of work actually. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I look back, yeah, to to the days and to my peers that time. Mm. Also, starting off DJing similar time. I think everyone's just like keep playing, you know, keep making good sets, connections, and mm. things will come. Connections are definitely yeah. important. I think important. Yeah. Yes. Uh, since you started, you've gained an amazing amount of traction and uh, you've been performing on stage with multiple event labels here in Hong Kong. Uh, are there any memorable events or highlights you would like to share? Okay, okay, remember events. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Uh, Let, let's start with, okay, yes. let's separate it to two sections. Yeah, sure. We'll start with the best event you've had 
and then we'll talk about the worst one you've had. Worst. Yeah. So let's start with the best first. Like, what, what's the most memorable one you've had so far? I think the worst one. I would not say it's the worst, but I think it was very difficult. I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. But yeah, let's start with the best one first. The best good, one. Good news first. Yeah. Good news first. I think obviously probably cock and flap. Yeah, I, I figured. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like an opportunity, like like suddenly, like just from the sky, you know. Mm. It's very special because mm. we played. Okay, maybe I'll talk a bit about more of the experience that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, me and my like another DJ called Angelica. Mm. So she's my very good friend, and uh, we got invited to play a back-to-back section for uh, the ro- robot stage. I honestly got the invitation through Instagram, <laughs> mm. like an inbox. I was like, oh, are you interested to play Cock and Flat? I was like, oh, did I just look it wrong? Is it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like spam email. Yeah, Cock and Flat. <laughs> And then it's like okay, uh, we we really like we want to like have some new artists, and you know mm. we have like limited session, but we want to put you you two back to back, and you're, are you keen for that? And then you know of course instantly like a few yes, minutes later, yeah. I was like, of course I'm keen, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, I think because we were like the first first stage, first first sets of robot stage mm. on the Friday six p.m. Mm. Um, like me and Angel was preparing for it, uh, like. Because back to back is quite difficult sometimes. You know, yeah. you have your own style, and you good back to back stage is when you guys can can put songs that will tell the same story, right? Mm-hmm. You have seen a lot of bad ones, right? They're back to back, like they're just yeah. throwing song they like. Yeah, don't really care about the other guy. So like, you will feel like oh, it's very jumpy. Sometimes it's very groovy. Sometimes yeah. it's very melodic. You know, that kind of stuff. So yeah. we did prepare. Uh, the sets mm. and we try to find a similar sound and it's more like bright and um, more easy to you know just get into mood because it's Friday 6pm so turns out you know like a lot of people came a lot of mm. friends came you know a lot of familiar faces it's just full of love you know it's just mm. you can see like those people that have been in your journey so far they all showed up and it's very amazing mm. um, I guess that's also make us you know want to work harder for the future it's inspiring yeah. inspiring yeah, yeah yeah very inspiring and now uh, the bad one right <laughs> yeah, yeah let's talk about the bad one <laughs> the bad one it's not actually bad okay, okay? Yeah. like uh it's difficult you said it's very yeah. difficult for me there there are a lot of difficult times for sure djs yeah because there's sometimes you need to go into the woods mm. you know or you need to stay up so late uh, but this one is actually a very good... It's a memorable night, but it was very difficult for me. Mm. So it was the one in Vietnam. I did a set in Vietnam, Saigon, with like our arcade club, with a collective uh, called Bang Long. So mm. it's like LGBT-friendly mm. uh, event collective. And um, it turns out to be a very good set, mm. to be honest. But um, getting to Vietnam, I had so much trouble. Like I, I, I was applying for... like. Uh, three visa all in total the first one fell the second one didn't came apply for the third one and because they already put me on lineup and mm. I really want to play that set you know the visa and I changed my flight so there's like a lot of things that happened before right. the day mm. so at the end uh, I was supposed to pay on Saturday I arrived on Saturday 8am in the morning and I need to play at 230 <laughs> and then you know in an 8am flight it means you need to get up at 5 right? Yeah. so the, the difficult part is I think before my 2.30am set it was 2.15, 2.30 not mm. so late 
But uh, you know, I arrive at eleven. I that time I was, if you know, I don't really drink much, mm. and I already on very low energy level. Mm. I was having very difficulty in staying awake. I was falling asleep, and my anxiety is building. I mean, it's, it's a totally new crowd. Like a few friends were mm. there, but it's a new crowd and new. It's a new, diff- different new demographic. Very different. Yeah. I kind of know what kind of music they like. Mm. They probably like more like punchy, fast, techno, mm. a bit of like remix of like uh, Beyonce, mm. you know, Lady right, Gaga, right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I know. So I have you know, like I have some songs in mind already want to play, but I that the time my condition, you know, my mental state was not <laughs> it, like was I was so tired. Yeah. I just I could I just couldn't focus at some point. Mm. I was like starting to feel the bass is too strong i kind of wanted to uh, puke or something you know mm-hmm. i was very tired and i was like drinking red bull you know drinking some <laughs> coke eating an apple trying to stay awake and then and then yeah before like 15 minutes before when i was playing i told i told angel like i really need a break i would just like just sit there for like a few few minutes and now mm. I'll, I'll have to tell myself i'll be okay because at that time I, I feel like i was just yeah i was like uh, my anxiety and like mm. so tired but yeah, at the end when I went up the stage, you know, everything just like you know when you're on the performance mode. Yeah, it's yeah. Like oop, like I'm like awake now. Yeah, you feel natural. Yeah, I feel yeah. natural now. Yeah. And then at first, I think a few song I was not really into it yet, mm. but slowly with the crowd it resonated very well. And yeah, and I, I think at the end I played a pretty nice one. Mm. So I think that was that was pretty memorable for me because getting there is so hard. And and I and now I know some DJ when they play so late or when they're on tour, it's quite they, they hard. Die, yeah, it's quite yeah. hard. Like they probably need some medication or something like that to really sh- I mean, stay up. Or maybe like a couple lines of coke or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, 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 or. Or uh, Ritalin or something. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Oh, this is a this is a tips I'm gonna give everyone. Mm-mm. For some reason, apple wakes me up. Just apple. I eat an apple. Red or green? Red. Red. Okay. It's very funny, but I don't know why apple wakes me up. So. So like coffee, Red Bull. It, it's like okay, but Red then Bull, apple for you. Yeah, apple for me like yeah. right before set Mm-mm. wakes me up. Don't know why. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Rebel, uh, I really don't know. Like, I, I, I ate an apple before bed before I go to sleep, so. But there's some... It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Maybe too much vitamin? I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> I guess it's just symbolizing, my, like, maybe, like, I'm... Uh-huh. Okay, if I eat this apple, I'm gonna be awake it's, you know? it's like uh, Popeye and spinach but then for you it's apple yeah yeah. yeah apple yeah. gives you all the energy you need <laughs> very healthy suggestion right I mean it's yeah it's not the worst actually yeah but okay alternatively you can do like rapple or yeah. coke is quite good actually mm-hmm. like both coca cola both kinds both <laughs> kinds is quite good <laughs> Okay, so moving back to the DJing part of things. Yeah. So we've talked about we've talked a little bit about your journey. We've talked about the good and bad events. We talked mm-hmm. about how you started. I would like to ask, like, is there any advice you would give to uh, anyone that's starting their own DJing journey now? You know, like yeah. any, any tips, any um, tricks, or anything that you want them to know. If they start DJing, they probably have some music they really like, right? So yeah. just get you know prepared, like just make something that they think. 
they will like. They're like they can entertain themselves.、Mm-hmm. If you know, they, if they can create something they like, and、um, eventually those people that has the same taste will like their stuff too. So I guess it's just、um, trying to mix, you know, and trying to hear your mix and let people to hear it and start to develop certain type of type of music you like and、uh, just. Go deep in it.、Uh, of course, you probably need to go to some parties. You know, meet people, socialize. So bring your mixes out there to those people. And、um, I also think it's also important to have your sound. Okay, maybe when you first start, it's hard to have a sound. Yeah,、right? it's hard.、Okay. Yeah. Just find one genre you、mm. like and just be good at it. I guess if you want some more opportunity, you need to. We're like the modern modern people, right?、Mm. In this modern world, it's a lot of people which is ADHD. You know,、yeah. they have so much stimulant. <laughs>、yeah. You know, to remember someone instantly,、yeah. so mm. probably need to make your taste very clear to people. Right. So I would suggest, yeah, try to put mix and then try to find some genre you like. I know some people like to mix genre. That could be also one genre. Is like you are very. Uh, multi-genre or、mm. left field—that could be a genre. That、mm. could be a type as well. But I, I recommend to really have one type thing to start. And then when you, yeah, when people kind of knows your sound, of course you need to develop your own sound. Maybe not just a genre. It could be a mix of things. Yeah. And uh, uh, socializing, socializing、mm. is very important. Put your face out there and yeah, show more passion in your things. Like don't、right. don't DJ because you want to be cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know some people are like this, <clears throat> so,、uh, but not many, you know. But、uh, I mean, I'll have you know, I started DJing just because I thought it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I started when I was like sixteen,、ah. and I was like, yeah, that's really cool. I want to do that, you know. Yeah. And then it kind of spiraled into like this long journey now for like ten years. Yeah, producing, and it kind of led me like elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I it has to some start somewhere. You have to start somewhere, yeah. yeah. But I think now more than ever, like starting DJing is so it's it's quite accessible now. You know, like、so、you have、easy. you have like a shit ton of YouTube videos. Even like when you go on IG or whatever, there's always people selling you DJ courses and stuff.、Um, controllers have become so much cheaper. Like for for the past like few、yes. years, it's so much more affordable. I feel like if there's A better time to start, like to be honest, it's now. You know, it's easy to start now. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah, free.、Uh, I think I、uh, when I first started, there was one free channel called Crossfader.、Mm. I think it's quite famous. I, I think they're still going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's easy to watch, so、mm. I I recommend that if you want to、mm. start. So there's no really excuse to say、mm. you don't have time or you know you don't have the resource. It's so cheap. You know, getting a DDJ four hundred is just. I think two K. Two K, yeah, and it comes with record box too, so it's like you have the full. Like, If you cut、yeah. four fancy dinner, you can already get one DJ four hundred. Four fancy dinners. Five <laughs> hundred is not even fancy That's now. True. <laughs> Just don't go out for like two weekends. Yeah, you and you earn、it. your DJ four hundred, and you have laptop already. So yeah, that's true. I think you can even DJ with the iPad now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because、yeah. it's like a whole、uh, program. I feel like I'm a bit behind on that. The new technology. <laughs> I haven't tried it either. Don't you worry. You can DJ with a phone. Yeah, you can. Yeah. There's a Recordbox app. Oh yeah, actually yeah. I haven't. When I before I bought the DJ 400, like the、mm. first、uh, gear, DJ gear, I was、uh, trying it on my phone to、mm. see if I like you know mixing songs together. I think that、right, would be a good、yeah. one.、Mm. So a lot of free apps for it. 
I think that's good advice as well. Like before you invest into actual equipment, like try the software and see if yes. it's like something you want to do first. Yes. Because otherwise, it it becomes a very big investment, like yeah. in the future. Yeah. 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 Um, we talked about DJing a lot. Um, I feel like a lot of DJs kind of go through a bit of a production route. For yeah. some of them, like I'm just curious to hear, like, is there any chance we'll be hearing any? Music production, like from you, uh, oh, yeah. anytime soon, or is it like something you're not really interested in? Maybe you're a bit more of like on DJ side rather than DJ yes. producer. Of course, I I like music, and I eventually I don't really just want to play people's songs. I want to have my own sound. I want to mm. create some my own tracks. Uh, I actually have been learning how to produce for since since mid last year. Here and there, you know, I I, I had a online course. Um, I have friends that are into producing you can learn it from them and I also like take some on and off like classes from my friend on producing as well so hopefully in one or two months you will hear my first tracks so oh, nice yes um, yeah <laughs> quite quite nervous and excited nervous. <laughs> yeah you will hear it it's so it's uh <laughs> It's uh, wouldn't say too much uh, about fair. that too. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. You heard it here. Yeah, first. yeah, but for sure, I think producing is so fun. Mm. It's so fun. It's it's just like magic, right? You can just do whatever you, can you like. Any sound you want. Yes, yeah. but it's definitely much harder to learn than DJing. It's so much to learn. The drums, create the drum beats, create the melody. You know, a lot of effects. Mm. So you have to put them in the right order. You know, structure of it. And, the hardest part mixing and I have to learn mixing to be honest I'm just <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah it's, it's another a, level and, it's a different world yeah and a lot of like in, when you make good tracks you need to be very careful with the frequency right yeah those kind of things is very hard mm. but I think it's very exciting so from now to in one or two years I want to have like a few tracks of mine so I guess if I want to really go further from here I really need to yeah have both you know DJing mm. also also have my producer side Oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to hearing it. Yes, thank I, you. I think it's going to be good. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk a bit about the uh, events you've hosted around Hong Kong. So yeah. you are part of the Abyss Collective here. Yes. What, why don't you introduce that a little bit? Um, sure. What inspired you to start it? And what is the, I guess, overall mission of um, Abyss? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So Abyss is actually a brand like me and Angel. Like her, her DJ name is Angelica. Um, uh, created um, actually when we first started we also got help from another two DJs from the Abyss crew for the first event and um, right now Abyss is mainly a brand that focuses on upbeat techno um, they were trying to create more of a techno scene you know place that we can dance free uh, quite hard heating techno uh, in Hong Kong Actually, we are coming to the first anniversary next year. Oh, no, next year. Next month. Oh, yeah, watch out. Like, June 24th. Yeah. We're going to have our anniversary party. It's like a mini festival, so please nice. come. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we are coming to one year. And then one year ago, we just found uh, there's a gap in Hong Kong. There's not. There's a lot of techno events, but the technos are mainly more, the, more like hypnotic, like more mellow type of techno. Or um, more like the micro house kind of uh, vibe. So, like we we both like been to Europe and you know heard the sound there, and it seems like those like more fast paced, you know, 
a hard hitting, not exactly like hard hard techno, but more like fast groovy、uh, techno. It's not really here in Hong Kong, and this kind of techno is kind of for me. It's I think it's quite the new generation of techno.、Mm-hmm. Could be a lot of samples in it, vocals maybe not a lot, but a lot of samples could be like infused with like. More like UK rap music. It could be a lot of things, but it's more like fun techno.、Uh, I think in Hong Kong there's not much that here. So we were like, oh, we, maybe we can try one event.、Uh, we name it、uh, Abyss Techno Abyss, and see if people people likes it. And then I think first party we got like one fifty people showed up. That's a lot of people for your first party. <laughs> <Yes> . Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> That's quite surprising because we 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 kind of it also rely on our crew, right? We right, have、yeah. like we like all of them have been DJing for、uh, a bit of time, so we just like call all our friends and、mm. you know tell them, oh, this is a techno party. This is some like the European techno scene we wanted to create here, and yeah, and that, that turnout was really good. And then we were like, okay, maybe we can start keep doing it since there's yeah there's a demand for it, and we. Enjoy a lot. Also, you know, to encourage more DJ to play, to try techno or yeah, another event for for like、uh, audience to experience this type of music. So that、um, that eventually naturally became like a monthly thing. We、mm. organize parties monthly, and、um, a different location every time. So it's pretty fun. Yeah, if you're hearing this, you should come try it and. Go, go go to an abyss party. <laughs> yeah, and recently it's quite、um, we kind of、uh, progress into a different stage as well. We、mm. we host、uh, DJ from Berlin, you know,、mm. like、uh, flying him through、uh, to Asia. Now we are one of the station in in China,、mm. but we kind of like it was our first time we host someone not from Hong Kong, and it's pretty good、uh, big act. His name is Lawrence Lee.、Mm. Uh, I think it's really it's very nice just. Before it's like more local artists. Now we have sometimes we feature big artists, so、mm. we can、uh, make the music quality more diverse or,、mm. or even better. It attracts more people when you have obviously like an international artist here, but you also have events that push the local talent、yes. as well. The、so、last one we pushed local,、mm. yeah, it was very good. It was very good. So following up to that,、um, so most of the abyss events have been like killing it here in in Hong Kong. How is it like organizing like? One of these events, like, is it stressful? Because you said it's like a monthly thing now, you know. Yes. So that's that's not a lot of time to like plan like an event, and after that, it's like okay, next event we plan it now, you know. And like, how how's that、yeah. schedule going? It's kind of hectic. Hectic. <laughs> yeah, it's like a f- full time job, you know. Yeah, yeah, I、it's, imagine. Yeah, it's not like nine to six you have to do it all the time, but it's always there. You need to.、Mm. Because we just finished the one last Saturday, we're already planning the next one,、mm. like before that finish actually. Yeah. So honestly, in the beginning of the time, I was like, okay, I'm gonna focus more on DJing, less of event organizing. But like throughout these parties, I realized、uh, the impact you can make with the party is bigger. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yes,、yeah, bigger. Yeah. yeah, it's more like you can reach more people, and you can find like. DJs that can create a similar sound, so the the impact is much、mm. much bigger than one person. So、um, that makes like push me like harder to even this quite hectic.、Mm. You know, keep doing it. You know, keep giving out good experience, and you know, spread the culture that you can. You know,、uh, 
um, there's a soul that you can just dance free and mm-hmm. just let let loose all your stress and you know enjoy the living in the moment. I think this kind of experience is really needed for this kind of new era. It's it's like becoming like a thing these days though, where it's like you you can't just be like one thing anymore. Like like even even in jobs, yeah. Like even in corporate jobs or whatever, it's like yeah. you apply for a certain position and they'll ask, but do you have any experience in this side of things? And they ex- yeah. they expect you to have like more skills than just one. Yeah, I feel like DJing is kind of becoming like that too, where it's like yes, you need to be very good at DJing, yeah. but. If you can organize your own events, like it actually pushes you further. You connect yes. with more people. You get to see like the, the the crowd that shows up. You get to see who is like okay. So these people actually like support what what I do, and that's crazy, you know. And yeah. you get to connect with them. You get to see familiar faces on like every single event. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot of love, you know. You yeah. know, people keep coming back, and also when you have our DJs in your lineup, mm. you learn so much. You can yeah. see how they mix mm. the sound. They, they 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 brought in something could just you know just let open another door to another type of music. So I think it's so many benefits of mm. organizing events. So it's it's worth it. Even though it's hectic, <laughs> it's hectic. Yeah, it is to stay up right at night. But um, monthly is fine. You know, it's once a month. Uh, and monthly is kind of that's so much. That's it's so much crazy. Really? Yeah, <laughs> but it's so fun. We recently also dabble a lot into. Uh, decoration and lightings Mm-mm. so that is another different yeah. kind of knowledge and mm-hmm. I think it's, it's so exciting because you just learn so much and mm-hmm. it's maybe eventually you can use a skill for bigger events or even not music related right? mm-hmm. so it's it's just a lot of new perspective of art you can put in I think mm-hmm. it's very cool yeah. so as an event organizer myself I'm kind of curious yeah. about this as well is there um what, what, what advice would you give to anyone out there that's like starting to organize their own like music events? I think when they probably when they think of the music uh, event they want to organize, they maybe should think about the experience they wanted to create first than just, you know, I want to have this DJ to be that lineup. <laughs> you know, because there are so many events right now in Hong Kong. Yeah. I think there's honestly a lot of gaps that people can fill, but experience wise, um, it's better they have like a more whole idea of what they want to create and you know just having a regular event night yeah the concept could i think you can really put into work of the concept so you can stand out from other events there are quite many events labels going on yeah and uh once with that and i think for the ecosystem it's better to have good and major ones for me as well than a lot of new ones and they, they're just doing their own thing I really hope to see if like even there's new organizer they could have their own you know experience they create maybe eventually some can merge together or because mm. the crowd is I mean the scene the crowd is not that big right in yeah. Hong Kong yeah. so if you for like the economic perspective right <laughs> you have not many audience but you want to put great parties very hard as well so I wish to see more people work together as same mm. brand or they they have very unique experience they deliver. So there's really, you know, every, let's say, okay, I'll make it easy. Just like every genre, let's say bass music or techno or like disco or whatever you can think of. Um, there could be like one or two key players and mm. they make really good party. I think that would make the scene 
much better than having so many different event labels and they probably might clash a bit you know mm. the same crowd and everyone was happy you know maybe not a lot of people coming and <laughs> you don't have enough budget for the next party to be yeah. better so yeah i really hope yeah new organizer can have their own concept of their their events and eventually maybe they can make their their own bank or some could merge or they could collab more so the whole experience would really elevate it yeah basically be be creative be unique with, with be your unique. with your events be, no and then you find your ads right so mm. mix everything to us sometime i feel like some events they like to put all genre in one night mm-hmm. for me if i have the choice i would rather stick to certain group of people because multi-genre sometimes could yeah could be a different very different type of uh type of people right, you know yeah. what i mean so or you're very big in a festival like you know mm-hmm. party and then you have like two stage very good djs i think that would work too yeah if you put techno with drum and bass together mm. Some people like both, but most of them don't like both. Mm. There's things I heard from like the audience, so maybe not the same stage. It, it's like a different crowd. Like the techno DJ goes up, it's like this crowd, and then drum bass DJ goes out. The techno crowd goes away. Drum bass crowd comes in. It becomes that yeah. kind of kind of thing, you know. I I actually play some gigs with this kind of mm. setup. And then I end up playing more like bouncy techno, more mm. like UK rap samples. So it still work, but maybe the techno DJ couldn't really do their their own thing. Yeah, mm. I think so. It's like compensating. Okay, um, so what, what's what's next for you, Shonda? Um, should we expect some more Abyss events, more gigs for the year, or anything that you're working on right now that yes. you'd like to share or shout out? You've shouted out a few Abyss events coming up. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. I will shout out again. <laughs> June 24th. June 24th, next Abyss so event. Mini, yeah, is our... Yeah. Uh, one year anniversary mm. it's gonna be a, like a mini festival we, we're gonna collab with a few collectives mm. it's gonna be techno focus so watch out for that mm. and uh, more gigs for the year um, a busy event is gonna keep going mm. and we probably gonna host some big artists in summer or like this year um, I personally I also will go to Germany for a bit mm. in August so hopefully there I can get some new inspiration and really put more time in producing, play some gigs over there mm. in Europe. So let's see how it goes. I hope yeah. it goes well. <laughs> That's a full stacked, full stacked yearly timetable right there. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of things already, yeah, right? a lot of things. I think me and my partner are mm. quite, yeah, we're, we, we do like, we quite we do like to work a lot. <laughs> you guys are sporadic. Like just next one, next one, next one. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, where where can we find you on the socials? So on yeah. IG, what's the Abyss uh, username and what's yours? Yeah. Where can we find you? Oh, my IG name is S S S H A N D A underscore. Okay. That's me. And Actually, just search my name, Shanda. Yeah, Shanda. You can see it. Yeah. Yeah. And for Abyss? Abyss is uh, A-B-S, A-B-Y-S-S dot 852. Nice. Perfect. Yes, yeah, so you can easily find us there. Also, SoundCloud, you can also follow me. Like mm. Shanda uh, Bucket Hong Kong HK. Mm. Yeah, very easy to find. Nice. 
Alright <laughs> And YouTube channel I recently have a YouTube channel <laughs> Oh yeah No I was watching a set That you did there Yeah Yeah, <gasps> yeah, I, need, yeah. I need to put more videos out there Yeah it's Just <laughs> look up Shenda record, I think you can find it Shenda record DJ more. Record more yeah, yeah 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 I need to It's a lot of things You can yeah. do Yeah You know Too many <laughs> Multimedia so. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, Thanks we'll, for having we'll me. wrap yeah. it up here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming down. Thanks, man. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to share to the audience before we say goodbye? Not much. Just yeah. uh, have a good day. Yeah. Eat an apple, guys. Eat an yeah. apple, you know. Uh, yeah. If you have a late set or you need to party late, yeah, better not to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, an apple is very good for you. An apple. An apple a day. All right, cool. Yeah. Okay, we'll wrap it cheers. up here. Okay. Bye. Thank you.